Hello friends. Now we are going to see rest of the part from part 3 foundations from a book ethics written by Simon Blackbird published by Oxford. So next point is contracts and discourse. Some writers think that a descendant of Kant's approach often called contractarianism gives us a powerful foundation for ethics or at least for the large part of ethics that concerns our rights and duties to each other. One formula at the center of recent work is this. Due to the contemporary American philosopher T.M. Scanlon, an act is wrong if its performance under the circumstances would be disallowed by any set of principles for the general regulation of behavior that no one could reasonably reject as a basis for informed, unforced general agreement. As in Kant, there is a concern for the universal and a concern for reason. A slightly different version occurs in the discourse ethics of the contemporary German philosopher Jürgen Habermas. A norm of conduct has to be such that all affected can accept the consequences and the side effects its uh, general observer, uh, observance can be anticipated to have for the satisfaction of everyone's interest and the consequences are preferred to those of known alternative possibilities. Habermas formulation is slightly more specific than Scanlon's. It retains a utilitarian flavor the imagined conversation or contract is taking place between between agents concerned for the satisfaction of everyone's interest they sound to have the greatest happiness of the greatest number in their sights by contrast the first formula scanlon's version is unspecific or what counts as a reasonable rejection Suppose, for instance, we are discussing whether to organize our society on capitalist principles or, or more communitarian or socialist principles. Is a participant allowed to reject a proposal on the grounds that it leads to large, in, uh, large inequalities of wealth or is she allowed only to voice some restricted range of reasons, such as the thought that the proposal would ensure her personal interest and in either case are these reasons really reasons as Kant thought. These questions suggest a limit to the contractarian approach. It seems that participants in these conversations need to come with some set of values already in place. These are the things that they are prepared to offer and to accept as the reasons. If the discourse were taking place between people uh, who, in, who in advance accepted biased reasoning, then that is uh, what would come out of the conversation. Suppose, to take the usual example, they believe that women's interests intrinsically matter less than men's. And uh, suppose, the culture has got the women to accept this, then of course a set of principles coming from, com coming from the enforced agreement will be 
uh, inegalitarian in just that respect but then it sounds as though we need to put egalitarian ideals ideals of liberty or of what counts as a legitimate interest or right into the conversation at some point in order to get them out at another we also need to out outlaw some other kinds of values such as the asymmetric valuation of men and women or a generalized phobia of people of a certain type or a religious conception of the priority of particular ways of life so the fear arises that the talk of discourse and contract and contract gets short-circuited it just disguises the real source of values which must like lie which must lie elsewhere the most famous proposal of this general kind in the literature is due to john rawls whose hugely influential book a theory of justice has has dominated this branch of moral and political philosophy ever since it appeared in 1971 rawls applies the device of a contract only to the business of finding overall principles of justice for the overriding of society and he carefully restricts the range of considerations or his contractors can ad, can advance he imagines them having to find the overall principles from behind a veil of ignorance this means that they aren't to know which social role they might end up occupying the idea is that if you don't know whether you will end up rich or poor male or female boss or worker you will bend your mind to adopting principles of justice between each group it is rather like cutting a cake and not knowing which bit you will end up with a procedure that enforces a fair distribution rolls in in fact calls his uh, conception justice as a fairness his contractors are also not allowed to bring specific values to the conversation they can however bring care about the basic things virtually all human beings care about them uh, uh, care about for themselves safety security of possession the satisfaction of basic needs a basis for self respect rawls argues that uh, what they would or should agree to under those circumstances is not surprisingly a constitution that guarantees a lot of liberties but but it is also one that regulates the economy although subject to the projection of those liberties you would not be allowed to trade free speech for extra wealth for example it regulates the economy in the interest of the least well off it is not a free market state nor a purely egalitarian or communist state it most closely resembles the democratic socialist countries of western europe with their substantial welfare floors however it is more radical that is left than them uh, since even after a welfare floor has been established those least well off can make claims to further redistribution of resources they can go on doing that uh, until the point at which their demands damage the economy sufficiently that the whole cake diminishes because people have insufficient incentive to work so that the plight of the worst off becomes worse the priority of the social and economic order in other words is to maximize the minimum however attractive some may find the rolsian vision of society it is once more doubtful whether the idea of contract is doing the work 
it sounds rather as if uh, he is uh, describing the kind of society that certain kinds of people would prefer these are persons who are not attached to a particular view about the good life except that they are jealous about their liberties and who are highly risk averse this means that they fear coming at the bottom of an unequal economy order more than they prize the rewards of an economy that allows the rich to get richer but uh, treats the poorest rather worse perhaps many of us are like that although there are plenty of people prepared to gamble freedoms for economic advantage or to gamble security against opportunity again the apparatus of a contract seems to be short circuited and we are left only with the preferences and values with which we entered they are civilized attractive cautious and even quite widely shared preferences but no more yet there is something attractive as well about the image of ethics emerging from the procedures necessary to find a common point of view the conversations we are imagining are cooperative attempts to find joint solutions to common problems the ambition is that we can give a procedural procedural foundation to ethics ethical principles are those that would be agreed upon in any reasonable cooperative procedure for coming to one mind about our conduct the next point 28th the common point of view usually when a great philosopher such as kant or reaches himself or seems to do so we can suspect that there is something true in the offing in fact something true was already prominent along the philosophers in the generation preceding kant let us return to the business of giving and receiving reasons for action or for attitudes in general this is an activity that is necessary to us in society but it is also an activity that seems to require a presupposition the presupposition is that what i what i advance as a reason a reason from my point of view can be appreciated from your point of view if this were not so conversation about tactical matters would seem to be reduced to one side saying me 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 and 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 the other side saying the same there would then be no possibility of each side sharing an understanding of the situation or coming to a common point of view on the factors in virtue of which uh, something is to be done to achieve cooperation we need to pursue the issue jointly to end up in one mind about the solution hume put this by saying when a man denominates another his enemy his rival his antagonist his adversary his uh, uh, he he is understood to speak the language of self love and to express sentiments peculiar to himself and arising from his uh, particular circumstances and situation but when he bestows on any man the epithets of vicious or odious or depraved he then speaks another language and expresses sentiments in which he expects all his audience are to concur with with uh, with him he must here therefore depart from his private and particular situation and must choose a point of view common to him with others our practices of reasoning then require us to speak this other language if i expect the world to join with me in condemning some someone i cannot just say that he is my enemy i have to engage the passions of others by painting him as vicious or odious or depraved hateful in general fortunately we are capable of the common point of view here described if we are discussing which 
which car to choose we can expect shared standards uh, derived from what we want from a car comfort reliability economy power and so forth if you advance a reason for the choice that i do not share we can go on to deploy general standards for whether such a factor should itself count as a reason there is no guarantee that we will come to the same conclusion of course but uh, there is a guarantee that we might do so and that is enough to make make the conversation a rational option better than imposition of one solution on everyone by force or violence if we think of ethics in this way we uh, we may uh, read in something from the spirit of kant's discussion suppose someone turns out to have given us a promise that she had no intention of keeping we may be doubtful about kant's ambition of showing that she was unreasonable or in some kind of state akin to self-contradiction but we may be able to say more than just that we don't like it we can say at least that she could not expect the principle of her action to be appreciated and agreed to in any cooperative conversation designed to bring all parties to one mind uh, to to one mind about what she did at least she could only expect us to agree if she has some story that does gain a purchase on us such as the absolute necessity of the promise to to our own welfare or that of others we care about and if the agent cannot defend her principle and in this kind of conversation then even if she is not wholly unreasonable with the capital later reason with the capital later okay she is out of court she has turned her back on the cooperative process of reasoning with others she has uh, no concern for the common point of view we might say that she shows no respect for our point of view and this is a one way of being unreasonable maybe even unreasonable we might also build on our social needs and natures here suppose i do an action in some circumstances for some reason then the whole activity of presenting my reason for acting to you implies a kind of hope that you will see my reason as a, uh, having been uh, permissible i want you to acknowledge that it was all right to act like that in that uh, circumstances for that reason so long as i need that recognition i need to seek justification from the common point of view we may not care about uh, coming to one mind we may exclude them rationalizing our exclusion in terms of their ignorance or their inferiority in other ways their uh, pers- per- their their perverse standards or their dreadful desires we may want only to impose our wills or not care whether we gain their cooperation by manipulation and deceit so procedural approach is uh, quite consistent with humes Uh, doubts about reason as his own way of approaching the common point of view shows at the back of things there lies a passion the concern to avoid imposition and manipulation to be able to reject the charge that their interests have been discounted and to find just the common standards that uh, enable us to look them in the eye these may be no more than concerns or passions but they are after all the concerns and passions that enable common humanity to go forward the question of foundations is still open however for a common point of view can sometimes seem like a myth 
Suppose you have a piano on your foot which is hurting you. From your point of view, your hurt dominates the situation and gives you urgent and sufficient reason to get the piano off your foot. How can I share that point of view? I cannot myself feel your pain or be motivated as you are by that pain. From the standpoint of those who are hurting or dispossessed, it can seem like the most awful can't uh, uh, if if we we who are in comfort come along come along and reassure them that we share their point of view i share your pain is the sentimental drivel of the talk show what we can do is to tackle the reasons of others and make them our own we do not merely understand the man who gives us his reason for moving the piano that it was hurting his his foot we can we can also take his uh, hurt as our motivation his discomfort can become our discomfort not not in our foot but in a desire to alter the situation for his benefit for good people it is very uncomfortable to be in the presence of someone in pain and not be able to do anything about it in this case what is activating us is empathy or benevolence not any kind of procedural rule on discourse it is a contingent how far we internalize the pain uh, how how far we internalize the pains and problems of others when they are near to us When they are near to us, either by ties of uh, kinship or even just by physical proximity, we tend to be more disturbed than when they are far away. In all this, in all this, we seem to have uh, the operation of the passions rather than the operation of reasons. In this sense, the foundations of moral motivations are not the procedural uh, rules on a kind of discourse, but the feelings to which we can rise. As Confucius saw long ago, benevolence or concern for humanity is the indispensable root of it all. 21st point, confidence restored. In part 1, we considered the relativist's challenge. We may not seem to have done all that well in answering it. We have not found authoritative ethical prescriptions built into the order of things. No, God wrote the laws of good behavior into the cosmos. Nature has no concern for good or bad, right or wrong. At our best, so or, or so I have argued, we do have these, these concerns. Not all principle is a hypocrisy. In any event, we cannot get behind ethics. We need standards of behavior in our own eyes and we need recognition in the eyes of others. So our concern is not to answer the relativist by some cunning intellectual or metaphysical trick. Our concern can only be to answer the challenge from within a set of standards which we uphold. From within our self-understanding we can admit that, uh, that those standards are ours, just ours. We legislate uh, le we legislate them for ourselves and also for others when we uh, demand respect or or civility or forbearance for from them they give us reasons not reasons here capital r and small r small letter r but this understanding of what we have done does not have to be coerc coercive 
sorry does not have to be corrosive or or skeptical on the contrary it can energize us to defend ourselves when those standards are belittled and threatened if the self understanding proves to be debunking that is itself an artifact of the ethical climate of an age in the postmodernist age a climate of self doubt or loss of confidence or cynicism or just contempt for the enterprise of thinking about human living except in the most superficial ways so is there such a thing as moral knowledge is there moral progress these questions are not answered by science or religion or metaphysics or logic they have to be answered from within our own moral perspective then fortunately there are countless small unpretentious things that uh, we know with perfect certainty happiness is preferable to misery and dignity is better than humiliation it is bad it it is bad that that people suffer and worse if a culture turns if if a culture turns a blind eye to their suffering death is worse than life the attempt to find a common point of view is better than manipulative contempt for it the answer to the question of progress once more is given from within the values we can deploy this does not mean that the answer has to be yes there is a progress that brought us to where we are such triumphalism is not uncommon but it is not logically forced upon us we can turn our standards on themselves and the answer does not have to be a ringing endorsement we can fear that here and there our very own ethical atmosphere is not only imperfect but worse than it once was we can in principle listen to stories of a golden age when things that we recognize in ourselves as faults and flaws were absent we can admire the moral order of confucianism or the stress or harmony with nature in taoism or or the resignation of the stoics and wonder about progress we can cringe at the complacence complacency of say 19th century european thought with its self satisfied belief that it it represented the march of progress or civilization away from the primitive or or savage ways of the rest of the world we can wonder whether contemporary obsession with rights to the exclusion of any thought about the capacities of the people with the rights is entirely healthy and we can certainly be on the alert on the alert for traces of complacency uh in in ourselves but if we reflect on an increased sensitivity to the environment to sexual differences to gender to people different from ourselves in a whole variety of ways we can see small hard won fragile or undeniable causes of pride if we are careful and mature and uh, imaginative and fair and nice and lucky the moral mirror in which we gaze at ourselves may not show us saints but it need not show us monsters monsters either so here our whole book is finished ethics a very short introduction 
written by Simon Blackburn, published by Oxford. And I hope uh, uh, you will get some cases, uh, case studies from from this book also, and uh, uh, it will definitely uh, going to help you uh, in your mains examination. Uh, regarding the value addition point okay so hope you all will listen and enjoy it also okay with study and uh, next part is just for information or yes or for the sake of your knowledge uh, the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights. So, actually, it is very, very nice and uh, very well constituted, uh, very well uh, structured. Actually, so we 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 all must read it. Okay, so I'm going to read it. Uni the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights and first it's preamble like our constitution we have preamble so here also uh, united nations universal declaration of human rights have preamble whereas recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal and inalienable rights of all members of uh, of the human family is the foundation of freedom justice and peace in the world whereas disregard and contempt for human rights have resulted in uh, barbarous acts which have outraged the conscience of mankind and the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom of speech and belief and freedom from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people whereas it, it is essential if man is not to be compelled to have resource as a last resort to rebellion against tyranny and oppression that human rights should be protected by the rule of law whereas it is essential to promote the development of friendly relations between nations whereas the peoples of the united nations have in the charter reaffirmed their faith in fundamental human rights in the dignity and worth of the human person and in the equal rights of men and women and have determined to promote social progress and better standards of life in larger freedom whereas member states have pledged themselves to achieve in cooperation with the united nations the promotion of universal respect for and observance of human rights and fundamental freedoms whereas a common understanding of these rights and freedoms is of the greatest importance for the full realization of this pledge now therefore the general assembly proclaims this universal declaration of human rights as a common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations to the end that every individual and every organ of society keeping this declaration constantly in mind uh, shall strive by teaching and education uh, education to promote respect for these rights and freedoms and by progressive measures national and international to secure their universal and effective recognition and observance both among the peoples of member states themselves and among the peoples of uh, territories under their jurisdiction so here uh, we have uh, in the united nations uh, human declaration uh, uh, united nations 
universal declaration of uh, human nations uh, there are 30 articles so i am going to read it actually i i, I really um, like all these articles a very very meaningful okay so listen article first all human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights they are endowed with reasons and conscience and should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood article 2 everyone is entitled to all the rights and freedoms set uh, uh, forth in this declaration without distinction of any kind such as race color sex language religion political or other opinion national or social origin property birth or other status we have also this type of article in our article 15 in our constitution okay uh, furthermore no distinction shall be made on the basis of the political jurisdictional or international status of the country or territory to which a person belongs whether it is it be independent trust non-self-governing or under any other limitation of sovereignty article 3 everyone has has the right to life liberty and security of person article 4 no one shall be held in slavery or servitude slavery and the slave trade shall be prohibited in all their forms Article 5, no one shall be subjected to torture or to cruel, inhuman or degrading treatment or punishment. Article 6, everyone has the right to recognition everywhere as a person before the law. Article 7, all are, all are equal before the law and are entitled without any discrimination to equal protection of law. And this is also our Article 16, uh, Article yes all are equal before the law and equal protection of the law right remember all are entitled so we are we 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 we, we, we took this uh, uh we took inspiration our constitutional framers took inspiration from united nations uh, uh, uh universal declaration of human rights uh, from united nations uh, declaration of human rights as well okay um, so we have same same uh, article in our constitution all are entitled to equal protection against any discrimination in violation of this de uh, this declaration and against any incitement to such discrimination article 8 everyone has the right to an effective remedy by the con by the competent rational tribunals for acts violating the fundamental rights granted him by the constitution or by law article 9 no one shall be subjected to arbitrary arrest or detention or exile this article we have also okay article 22 i think uh, right to life is 21 and 20 uh, i actually uh, you just, just check it up okay uh, no one shall be but we have this article also not know the uh, arbitrary arrest and detention okay detention law prevention from uh, prevention of detention okay we have this article article in our constitution article 10 everyone is entitled in full full equality to a fair and public hearing by an independent and impartial tribunal in the determination of his rights and obligations and of any criminal charge against him Okay, then article 11 
every everyone charged with a penal offense uh, has the right to be presumed innocent until proved guilty according to law in a public trial at which he has had all the guarantees necessary for his defense we have also this type of article okay same article not same but the meaning of that that article or the uh, purpose behind that article uh, including in our constitution uh, was the same okay or is the same no one shall be held guilty of any penal offense offense on account of uh, any act or omission which did not constitute a penal penal offense uh, under national or international law at the same time when it was committed not nor shall a heavier penalty be imposed than the one that was applicable at the time the penal offense was committed Article 12, no one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with his privacy. Uh, so, in our constitution, we have also right to privacy, right? Uh, with, with his privacy, family, home or correspondence, not to attacks upon his honor and reputation. Everyone has the right to the protection of the law against such interference or attacks. Article 30, everyone has the right to freedom of movement and residence within the borders of each state. Yes, we have this, this, this article also, okay. Everyone has the right to leave any country including his own. This also included in our constitution. So, our constitution framers inspired by, by, by the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights, right. So, uh, it is one of the uh, inspiration uh, uh, taken by our, uh, our our constitutional framers, okay, or our constitutional maker, uh, our constitution makers. Article fourteen: Everyone has the right to seek and to enjoy in other countries asyl uh, asylum from persecution. This right may not be invoked in the case of. Uh, prosecutions genuinely arising from non-political crimes or from acts contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Article 15. Everyone has the right to a nationality. No one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his nationality nor denied the right to change his nationality. Article 16. Men and women of full age without any limitation due to race, nationality or religion have the right to marry and to found a family. They are entitled to equal rights as to marriage during marriage and at its dissolution. Marriage shall, shall be entered into only with the free and full consent of the intending spouses. The family is the natural and fundamental group unit of society and is entitled to protection of uh, society and the state. Article 17. Everyone has the right to own property alone as well as in association with others. Even we have this um, uh, article in our uh, in our constitution no one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his property this too uh, article 18 everyone has the right to freedom of thought conscience and religion this is also article 28 okay right to freedom of right to conscience right to, right to freedom of thought conscience and religion this right includes freedom to change his religion or belief and freedom either alone or in community with others and and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in teaching practice worship and observance article 19 everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression right to freedom of expression 
okay very important right which we have in our constitution which is a fundamental right in our constitution this right includes freedom to hold op opinions without interference and to seek receive and impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of frontiers article 20 everyone has the right to freedom of peaceful assembly and association this is also our fundamental right right to uh, free freedom of assembly and association no one may be compelled to uh, to belong to an association and uh, article 21 everyone has the right to take part in the government of his country directly or, or through a freely chosen representative so we have also this right we have one vote okay one person one vote everyone has the right to equal access to public service in this in his country yes we have this we we we, we have this right to this this will uh, sorry the will of the people shall be the basis of the authority of government this will shall be expressed in periodic and genuine elections which shall be by universal and equal suffrage and it shall be held by secret oath or by equivalent free voting procedures article 22 everyone as a member of society has the right to social security and is entitled to realization through national effort and international cooperation and in accordance with the organization and resources of each state of the economic social and cultural rights indispensable for his dignity and the free development of his personality Article twenty three. Everyone has the right to work, to free choice of employment, to just and favorable conditions of work, and to protection against unemployment. Everyone, without any discrimination, has the right to equal pay for equal work. This right also in our uh, included in our constitution. Equal pay for equal right. Okay. Uh, sorry, equal pay for equal work. Everyone who works has has the right to just and and a favorable remuneration ensuring for himself and his family an existence worthy of human dignity and supplemented if necessary by other means of social protection everyone has the right to form and to join trade unions yes this one also included in our constitution uh, for the protection of his interest article 24 everyone has the right to rest and leisure and including reasonable limitations of working hours and periodic holidays with pay yes we have child labor act uh article 25 everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate uh, adequate for the health and well-being of himself and of his family including food clothing housing and medical care and necessary social services and the right to security in the event of unemployment sickness disability widowhood uh, old age or other lack of livelihood in circumstances beyond his control motherhood and childhood are entitled to special care and assistance all children whether born in or out of wedlock uh, shall enjoy the same social protection article 26 everyone has the right to education education shall be yes we have the fundamental right right to education okay article 21 a education shall be free at least in the elementary and fundamental stages elementary education shall be compulsory technical and professional education shall be made generally available and and higher uh, higher education shall be equally accessible to all on the basis of merit education shall be directed to the full de development of the human personality and to the strengthening of respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms it shall promote understanding tolerance and friendship among all nations racial or religious groups and shall 
while further the activities of the United Nations for the maintenance of peace. Parents have a prior right to choose the kind of education that shall be given to their children. Article 27, everyone has the right uh, freely to participate in the cultural life of the community to enjoy the arts. So we have also cultural rights, fundamental rights and it is fundamental right in our constitution uh, to enjoy the arts and to share in uh, scientific advancement and its benefits. Everyone has the right to the protection of the moral and material interest resulting from any scientific, literary or artistic production. Uh, which he is the author okay then article 28 everyone is entitled to a social and international order in which the rights and freedoms set forth and this declaration can be fully realized article 29 um, everyone has duties to the community in which alone the free and full development of his personality is possible in the exercise of his rights and freedoms everyone shall be subject only to such limitations as are determined by law solely for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and of meeting the just requirements of morality, public order and the general welfare in a democratic society. These rights and freedoms may in no case be exercised contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Article 30, last one. Nothing in this declaration may, may be interpreted as implying for any state, group or person any right to engage in any activity or to perform any act aimed at the destruction of any of the rights and freedoms set forth here. So, in our Indi Indian constitution, we have taken many things or, or our constitution makers, constitution uh, framers were inspired by United and uh, by United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights. We have um, uh, some fundamental rights we have taken from uh, from uh, from from, uh, from this. So very very interesting and uh, even my i i i i read i i read these uh, articles united nations universal declaration of human rights first time and i'm very happy i read it and i read it for you two people okay so good very meaningful articles and really really very meaningful for every person for all people of all nations all religion all, all community so here our book is finished actually already our book book is finished uh, the reading of uh, book ethics finished but uh, i read uh, this united nations universal declaration of human rights for you only so you should uh, also get knowledge or you should know about uh, uh, what are exactly articles included in this declaration so thank you thank you very much